deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If you no, want to be my friend, pal, you would better go to the hazard here today. And maybe we can do this like it did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. like the triangle at the end that's just like or the chimes the chimes the chimes i love the chimes i wish i was in a band where i just had to like take the drumstick down the chimes are you wearing a last blockbuster sunglasses because that means it's like a new day yeah you hear that yeah Yeah, like in storytelling yeah and these are cheap sunglasses that say block does it say blockbuster on it does say blockbuster Oregon over here yeah yeah the the last remaining blockbuster video you're in the dock the one in alaska was the last remaining one here's what i think is going on i think i think there's still 400 of them and everyone goes this is the only one and you you're not gonna look into it you know you're not gonna research that i did some research (laughs) for the dock yeah i went to the one is that where they filmed this yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah in uh, Bend, Oregon. Yeah. It's a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. It's not in Alaska. There. I love it. So stop with that. This is Alaska the research talk. you look like you're doing. Someone's coming up going, yeah, but you don't know what's in the vaccine. You go, but I do know where the last blockbuster is. <laughs> <laughs> did you do a show there? Uh-uh. In Bend? Well, I did. I, I, I wanted it. to do a show in Bend, but, uh, uh, you know, I got a show set up at the theater there, and then COVID happened, mm-hmm. and then I don't, I don't know when I'll get to you know reschedule it. Yeah, but yeah, just visiting Ben to go to the last blockbuster uh, excited me about the city. You went there specifically for that? Yeah. Well, they interviewed me. They did like sit down interviews of you know talking head interviews with people in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there talking about, it and I go, and you have you know you're gonna have footage in this documentary of the place the last blockbuster right and they're like yeah and i was like well has any has anybody you've interviewed been to that blockbuster and they're like no and i go i would go 
Yes. I'm, I would like to see it. Yeah. I'm into it. And you could go to Portland so easily. And then you so could, uh, you know, film my experience going there. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know how much they'd end up. I didn't know that would be the big finish of the movie. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> I didn't know how much weight would be on my shoulders. Uh, to, to bring the audience there. Take this thing home. And, yeah. uh, but I uh, had a blast while I was there and just, you know, made a bunch of dumb jokes. And they yeah. they just filmed me. And then they, you know, they picked what they wanted to use. And, Did it close uh, or is it still there? It's still it's there. It's still going strong. They just because shot a TV show. Now it's they're the all about, one. you know, now they sell merch. Because, you know, people that are visiting from out of town they're not going to rent a movie right right <laughs> because it's still a movie rental place yeah. so the locals use it for that yeah but mostly it's like now it's like this uh you know a little uh it's almost like a museum or something uh that it you feels can, like it you can go and just relive the experience because i wasn't even a big blockbuster person i went to the mom and pop one across the street from the blockbuster yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah when i was you know doing that yeah, yeah. i was renting movies and um is it still set up the same Yes. Is it still like yeah. the movie there and then behind it, if yeah. those copies aren't you, there, you can't Do you remember I sent you yeah. a picture? I took a picture yeah. of uh, Back to the Future and I sent oh, it right. to you. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It looks the same. Is and it I, DVDs? It's all both. DVDs? Uh, it's mainly DVDs. Yeah. There is some VHS. but They got me doing the, uh, I, we had a dramatic shot where I walk in, the camera's spinning around me, and I take my glasses off like uh, how Sam Neill sure. takes them off in sure. Jurassic Park yeah. when he sees a dinosaur, which they have you know, gone back to in this new one that's about to come out. Laura, oh, really? Laura Dern takes off her sunglasses to see. Were you to at the see premiere? a dinosaur. That she's like, what already is that seen? over there? You've already seen you, I gotta what get the, you've been through. i got to get these sunnies off or I'm not going to be able to see this shit. Yeah. So, uh, Don't you kind of hope a dinosaur comes in right now so that Doug can go, uh, what? Yeah. Well, you have to like well, fumble it's, you have to. It's this. It's you have to do the most ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. You have to almost break your hand. You have to break your own glasses in your hand. Like that should have been what he did instead of just crush them <laughs> or just mouth agape at the dinosaur. And then he's like, fuck, those are prescription that yeah, was so yeah, expensive yeah. oh that's <laughs> so yeah, funny yeah. but fortunately i only do it now when i see a dog that was friendship oh that's friendship oh. right there oh that was so funny well do you uh, want to go should we yeah let's. are we ready yeah you ready doug let's go, go to the letters Your Chicago Bulls. It's 6-6 from North Carolina. Is it true that if somebody sends you a letter written in pencil, it goes right in the garbage? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know that person was like not really speaking from the heart. They were fixing all their errors as (laughs) they went. Right. You got to let it fly. But also no confidence in themselves. Right. Yeah. It might get saved for Pencil Buds, which is an offshoot of our podcast, which we have not done in a long time. (laughs) Yeah. Pencil Buds haven't been around for a while. They'll be back. You'll be back. Pencil Buds is only for people who hate alliteration. Yeah, we try. We we write for everybody. We do it for everybody. Dude, we could do a like a hybrid uh, weed uh, pen pal show with you. You still call it pencil buds. Yeah, right. Pencil buds. I mean, it's yeah. smart to write in pencil if you're high. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. probably the way to go. Yeah. Uh, are you reading this? Yeah, I am. Okay. Let me just. Oh, now you're going. Because I already went. Well, mine fell later. You know how these things are. Dear Ran and Dory, kind of right. But more wrong. I'll take the R. See, that's the thing. I'll take the R. Okay. Should I'd have gone Dorian Ran. I am not a food 
person. I grew up a very picky eater and didn't really start branching out or trying new foods until my early 20s. While I do love a good pizza and some authentic Mexican street tacos, outside of that, I largely see food as fuel and mostly want to get it over with so I can get on with my day. Now I know how you both feel about food. So before you write me off as a sociopath, please know that my wife is very much the opposite in this regard and gets excited for her meals. I get enough shit about this from her already. Well, why (laughs) did you write Already playing defense in the first paragraph. Eating food is a necessity, just like sleep, using the bathroom, and having sex. Who decided that eating was something that should be done with others? People need sleep, but do they ever get their eight hours with three, four, three, five, or 12 other people around? People need to use the bathroom, but does anyone schedule time to crap with several of their friends? And I know it's a thing, but it's not that common to get together with a half dozen of your friends for some sex on a regular basis either. We do that all the time. Yeah. If you think about it, isn't it kind of gross watching others around the table chewing and wiping their mouths, licking their lips, and cleaning their teeth with their tongues? Conversation saliva mist floating all around the table. There are bathrooms and bedrooms, yet no food rooms. Uh, dining rooms. Mm-hmm. Why do you think some treat eating as an event, and to others it is largely just a basic need? Who decided that dining needed to be a shared activity? Wishing you both well. Matt, I don't think it was ever included their name. Hey, we went age. all the way. Matt, for 46, Silver Spring, Maryland. <laughs> Larry King all of a sudden. P.S. I absolutely love your show. Thank you. Okay. Matt, 46. Now, here's what I love about the fact that we're reading this letter with Doug being here. Because Doug spurned a... Spurned? An ascension in food eating for me because of Michael Muser. You first cultivated that relationship. Doug is just learning of his powers right now. You spread spread that relationship and friendship to Rory and myself with Mm -hmm. Muser. And now, because of your love of food and your relationship to him, we have all eaten some of the best food in the world prepared by one of the greatest chefs in the world and one of the uh, most the best hospitality people in the world, Michael Muser. Yeah, yeah. So You've been to a new spot? Yeah. Yes. Just went... Yeah, and so we, I feel like that's why I'm a long way of saying that's why I'm so glad you're here because you you also love the ceremony of great food and a good dinner. Yeah, I do. I mean, this guy uh, Matt forty six. No, the <laughs> Silver Spring Maryland Muse, Muser uh, Michael Muser reached out. Uh, somehow we connected. And, oh, I know how I got excited. It's because I was a fan of the movie about the Grace. restaurant Grace. Yeah. And so that's sort of how we connected, and he's a fan of comedy, so he's like, yeah, come come by anytime you want. And I've I've had his amazing food at two, two different restaurants now, uh, maybe five or six times, five mm-hmm. times, six times. But to make you two feel even better, if I may, uh, he said, any comedian friend of yours you want to, for me to hook up at this restaurant, just let me know. And I haven't told shit all. Only you are the only two people that have been able to take advantage of that uh, that wonderful offer he made. Because I I don't want to be bothering him all the time with right. 
some because who Cause knows how they're going to behave when they get there. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's like yeah. too. it's a quiet. It's also spot. not. It's not <laughs> it's like not a comedian spot. You don't go in there. <laughs> it's and also crack not like a jokes. twenty-five dollar bowl of nice pasta. It's like no, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's and a, they'll give you the full show. wine. Do you do the wine pairings? Yeah, you know what? My wife and I just did the wine pairing and the juice pairing. Have you ever done the oh, juice pairing? No, the juice pairing is incredible. I bet it is all non-alcoholic, like juices, teas that they also like pair with the food. Whoa, and we but tried. You're so full at the end, though. You're so full. You're so full. (laughs) All that liquid's unnecessary. Our table was just a line of wine going this way and juice going that way. We're like, give me the apricot one again. Let me see what that was like. And you you meet people like him and uh, Chef Duffy and uh, uh, the chef uh, uh, Justin Selk, uh, Mm -hmm. who's also there as well. And you're like, oh, this is a whole nother level of food. Yeah. Of like food preparation and food eating and dining and like the events and things that they do. Um, yeah, that for me, and this was great. I, I, I hope I would love to have this mentality, but I, it, you didn't have to twist my arm much when you were like, Hey, when we get there, you just eat whatever they bring. I don't care what it looks like. I don't yeah, care if you don't know what it is. You just eat it. And it really going into that mentality, it opens up your palate to like all these things. And also to go back to the letter, it is, you know, I remember you telling me, dude, when they pour your water, they're going to pour my water at the same time. And if I need less water than you, the people are still going to finish pouring at the exact same time. It's all choreographed, and it's an experience that you share. And I think, yes, we've all had, like, let me make a quick fucking piece of toast on my way out the door. And that is just fuel to get something to eat. But at its best, I think it's... You you have a podcast around this, too. I I did, yeah. I think think what we're talking about in terms of... not Not the broad scope of just this question, but in terms of what we're talking about, I mean, that literally is theater. You're going to... The, yes. A different version of theater where you go, yes, in the show is this thing you get to digest and you get to, but but you take in the ambiance, you take in how you're greeted, you take in what the lighting Everything. looks like, you take in yeah. the entire, what the bathrooms look like. I mean, he has Matthew McConaughey reading his own book on the loudspeaker or yeah, on the that overhead could be in the troublesome, bathroom. <laughs> what, depending on what <laughs> passage he's... I think I went to the bathroom twice and I got both versions where I was like, I don't know if I'd play that. And then another one yeah. was like, oh, this is kind of neat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's strange no matter what Matthew McConaughey is saying to, yeah. to have to listen to it the whole time you're in the bathroom. But what I experienced the last time I was there really blew my mind. And that's some businessmen who were there to have a dinner together mm-hmm. were sitting nearby us. This is at Ever, we haven't said. Yeah, it's, it's called Ever, Ever in yeah. Chicago. And uh, some businessmen were sitting there, and they're so rich and so used to eating at Michelin star restaurants that they had a normal conversation the whole time. And when the food would come, they'd listen to the description, and then they'd start eating it. And nobody would say, oh, this is good, or I like this. They wouldn't talk about the food. (laughs) It was driving me crazy. That's all you should be talking about the entire time you're there is um, this amazing food. That's like going on a roller coaster and chatting about, now listen, on Monday... I know we're going down this steep drop right well, now, but on, on so Monday, I need those yeah. papers by 5 o'clock or we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. You know, right. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a great point. Guy that who's always riding a roller coaster with his assistant. I need those done. <laughs> I need those printed. Making a call. Yeah, and then some of them, they'd be these amazing things, and then you'd be like, 
Hmm. Okay. So as we were saying, right, yeah. you know, we have to have a meeting with so and so, and it's just like, oh, I, come on. I, I think in the broad scope of this, the the debate of this of 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 dining with others, I I I couldn't tell you what it is, but I don't think it is just something that someone decided was a thing that we do. I don't. I think the moment that humanity discovered fire. I don't think anyone said, oh, we should all be impressed by this and s- get around it and look at it. Like, th- it is now 2022. And when mm-hmm. someone has a fire pit, mm-hmm. you find yourself sitting a few feet away or whatever, and you can't stop staring. Even now, you're still blown away by just sitting and sitting in a fire. And when if, if you're there with the right people, you still mentally go, oh, this is so pleasant and nice. And I don't think dining is any different. I think the communal act of having a meal together is the natural instinct. Uh, I think we evolved into having this natural Mm -hmm. instinct that you just go, well, yeah, you eat alone, sure, and maybe you enjoy that. Maybe you actually don't... I I would say this person just doesn't enjoy that dining experience, but I would say a large percentage, the majority, there's just something about the communal act of having a meal together. And it isn't necessarily the meal we're talking about ever. It's going to Burger King. And, go, and like, hey, you want to run to Burger King together? You want to grab a Dairy bite Queen. together? Go to people, Dairy Queen there together? People that won't eat alone. That just right. like will go out of their way to figure out a way to eat, <laughs> to with, other eat with other people. Yeah. And then yeah. that's the great thing about restaurants is even if you the do bar. go alone, there's probably other people there. Right. right? You yes, know, And there's yes. things to look at and think about because, you know, if it isn't like a five-star dining experience, if it is just fuel... Then you might as well be multitasking in some way, yeah. Instead right. of just fueling up, but that's why I think this guy eats alone a lot, yeah. And that's why he thinks that it's a fuel thing. You're talking about more, Matt 46. more than, yeah, more than I a uh, communal and, thing. And I don't want to. I, I hope this didn't come off in any sort of harsh, judgmental way. But if a person told me I only like, I I, I only see the need to eat alone. I I tend to only eat alone. I don't want to eat with other people. It's not even just that. Is that also? It's just fuel. So I don't the the what would, it is. But I would say even that like you have room for this. You have room for this. We don't have room for that. Although we have the dining room. Yeah. We uh, I would say oh I think it's a social interaction thing for you less or more social interaction or not want of social interaction than it is like how you feel about food. Yeah. Because I if you go way back like food. To have bread or to have meat, you had to hunt it or fucking grind it down and make it yourself. To share that with other people is was a big deal. Like yes. you, you've rolled into our tribe or our property or whatever. We're going to share. You would never go, we're going to give you some bread, bread. And uh, you need to go run into the bread room and eat that by yourself. Like we're going to share that yeah. together. Also, in uh, medieval times, it was a way to signify that you were a guest and you were safe. That if, if we ate together, I am safe in your home. And and obviously, you're not poisoning your food because we're sharing the exact same food in the exact same. And I think that just over time morphed into a social way to show affinity yeah. for another person. We yeah. eat together. I it's think- in us. It's innate. Like, yeah. like, yes. like the way dogs share spaghetti. <laughs> yes. You're right, from that doc. Yeah, Ladies yeah, yeah. and gentlemen, his name is Doug Benson. They He's going to be here. They will each get on an end yes. and work their way to the middle. I've only mm-hmm. seen it once, but, but uh, it, it feels like something that dogs do. Also, longest noodle. You know, that doesn't get <laughs> talked about enough. That was, a wor- that was a Guinness Book noodle. But also, I think it's, no, it's not a coincidence that like all cultures perceive a communal dining experience right. To, it isn't like you go to like Japan and they're like, "What? No, that sounds absurd to right. eat together." Right. Or even like 
um, to go to go a thousand years back to a tribe. That's mm-hmm. like, well, no, we all gather and eat, and it's, and then we have a ceremony. But then you're like, it, it isn't, it isn't just something that people have. Just, someone has just said, this is a thing that we do. I, I, we I should think celebrate that it's not mandatory. H-O. Yes, to eat with other people yeah, that, or to eat alone. You don't have to that. do. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have to That's do one point, or the though. other. You yeah. do what you're right. in the mood and, for. And, and, yes. Sometimes you sit and eat at your desk because you really do want to finish a yeah. project yes. or yes. something. And sometimes you go eat with the bosses because you you got to yeah. suck up to them and get a free meal. But out of them. the counter to that, and you just made me think is in some cultures and families, if it's Sunday night, we are all sitting. You better be at dinner. Yeah. And so you do. There is like times where it's like, no, we do do that. But you're totally right. It's the thing you're saying where you're, uh, if you want to eat by yourself, eat by yourself. I think some people just process. There are people who would like, well, why would I ever wear shoes that slip? Like, I'm always going to wear good traction shoes. That's what we have available. Like, they don't think, well, sometimes you want to wear something fancy or something nice. Agreed, it's like, yeah. But it, some people just feel a certain way. Like, well, I don't care about eating food with other people. Yeah. Then you don't ever have to do but it. But eating... it's not your exception to that rule doesn't, isn't going to change culture. Yes. <laughs> because that's how you feel. But y'all can also look at it. I mean, yes, there's no one that's going to debate that eating food is a necessity. But if, if you truly just view it that way, where you go, well, eating food is a necessity, then do you mean to tell me that all three of your meals are the same every time, every single day of your life because you view it as a necessity? Or right. do you view it as, well, no, if I have the luxury of being able to, to mix it up and change it up, well, why? Why would you do that? Because you have taste buds? Because you have, mm-hmm. because the experience can be something else? Because if it's just for fuel, then just eat a cliff bar every time you sit down to eat right. anything. But right. instead, you go, well, no, I, I can mix it up and I have pasta for dinner, I have this for breakfast, I have this for lunch. That The variation of what you want to eat and the reason why you want to eat it is the same reason I think there's a variation of of dining with others. Yes, when someone chews with their mouth, mouth That's open, what I was when ask someone you. talks is it, is it gross? while they're chewing. He, say, he says in the letter, is it kind of gross? Do you it think- is, but you also don't have to stare at the other person's mouth. Yes. Right. You got your own food. Right. Yes. You're in an environment of some kind. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's not like you just have to watch somebody eat. But yeah, I almost want to force Matt 46 to come with the three of us to ever and be like, you're going to sit there and <laughs> you're, you're going to enjoy like this. And when they bring the wine and it gets a little too much after the sixth thing, you're going to keep going. <laughs> You're getting drunk tonight. But also, we, you know, we just had a, we went out to dinner with a couple of people. We had this gorgeous outdoor patio. And the process roar of even a couple of people who I'd never met before yeah. being like the, the, re, communally reaching for the nachos and being like, hey, man, you didn't, you, 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 you only got one of those wings. Grab some more of these and stuff like that. It, it creates community. Yes. And I think that's, I don't remember watching anyone eat. Other than Jay Larson, because it's a whole ordeal. He's but, so picky. I know. He's like, can I take this <laughs> off? I'm like, it's breading. Can I get it without this? It's right. already made. Right. It's already made. Um, but it, I think that's the communal part. But if you're a person who says, it doesn't do anything for me, I don't care. Well, like Doug said, well, good thing you don't have to. Yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. interesting life to yeah. not want to ever eat with other people. Like, uh, It just seems like you'd spend too much time waiting for everyone else to finish eating. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, what kind of relationships do you have where those people? You, you'd have to find somebody else that just wants to eat a, a Cliff Bar on the go or do whatever. You, I love that he says I get enough shit about this from her already. Like he's, <laughs> he's already look. I've already heard it all. I've I feel bad I don't know for why I'm wife. writing this letter. 
Just right now, like knowing I haven't had lunch yet, I'm excited about what that might be. So not, and that, that's eating by myself, knowing I'm going to grab something. I'm like, what can that thing be that yeah, I yeah, grab? Yeah. And then my brain goes, what level of healthy am I trying to get to? But if my wife said we're going out with friends for dinner tonight, I'm like, I don't know. She doesn't even have to tell me who or where. I'm already just kind of a little excited to be like, oh, yeah, that'll be, that's usually yeah. 90% of the time, that's a fun thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, meals for me throughout the day are when one is done, It, does, it unless I stuff myself and, like, you know, feel like not eating sure. for a while, as long as I eat responsibly, then as soon as it's done, it's like, what's the next one going to be? <laughs> and it's the same <laughs> way with... Uh, yeah, and it's the same nature. way with just, uh, you know, all the pockets of my life. Like, if when I'm done watching a movie, what movie am I going to watch next? Yeah. You know, like, and, and looking forward to it, and the fact that when you're choosing what you're eating... 90% of the time, you're going to have a good meal. Right, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. once in a while, somebody right. messes Throws something up, yeah. something goes wrong. Can but I, for the most part, if you decide what you want to eat and then you go eat it, it's going to be good. But you're going to like it. what's the place that we like in San Francisco, the Steak 37 or Cut 22? It went away? They're gone. You know, they, they didn't, make, they didn't it? make it through but COVID. What, what did they cut, have? Cut 86, dude. <laughs> yeah. We would get excited. <laughs> Was it bacon bread? Yeah, they'd have little pieces of bacon in the bread that they, and you we know, would the free be, bread and we had that a they show give to you, do, yeah. right? But yeah. we're like, hey, but we're you didn't go care. Get, we're gonna go get some of that bacon, and yeah. it's just, yeah, it feels good. Can it? Do you have? Do you have this, or did you ever have this? Little bit of this, I, I think it's a disease because of Yelp and all these things. Where when you go on the road. You don't just want to get a coffee. You want to find, well, what's the really good coffee? Mm -hmm. I just don't want to go to a diner. What's, like, the place? Yeah. And you almost, it almost fucks up your schedule for the day because you go, oh, I just spent an hour not settling on a sandwich place. And then part of you's like, I just want to walk outside the hotel and just go to the first place I see. But then your brain goes, but what if later that night people are like, you didn't go to to Mark's yeah, 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 submarine. Yeah. Oh, somebody's yeah. always got like this guy would hate going on the road uh, as a public figure <laughs> yeah, totally. because you can't go to a city. Yeah, whether you ask or he not, wouldn't leave his without hotel. People telling you where to eat. <laughs> I right, know, I know. and it's a lot of you got to eat you at this gotta, place. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like oh, I got to take an Uber forty. You got to get these pancakes. <laughs> you got to get this barbecue. You got to have you know? this steak. You got to have these drinks. You got to yeah. have this coffee. Best, we did that. Everybody in Mutar. knows where yeah. the best whatever it is. You know, best pizza, best barbecue, whatever it is. They know where the best place. Yeah, is. and yeah, and no one's ever no. It's never you might or you know you could. It's always you have. You got it. You I, have. I, you and I kind of get it, it because I call too. yourself a food yeah. eater. Even being in Austin, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm here in Austin for Moon Tower. Like, you remember right when we got there, I was like, I got to eat something. Like, let's get some tacos. And I almost couldn't settle to just get tacos. Like, even when we said, well, this place is good. I was even like looking at it. I was like. Yeah, but places that put posters like that up in the way, I don't like the presentation right. of this. And right. then the tacos were great. But yeah. in my mind, I go, but I'm not going to be back to Austin for a really long time. And and because of that, I almost can't just go fucking eat it's something. Same, but we say when we did Knowing barbecue. it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. We know so many people that weekend who went, like you were saying, 40 miles so far to get what I'm sure is Fantastic barbecue, but I was like, "No, dude, the place I always go is just right over here." And we went, just, and you just and you, also good. And you were like, "This is great." And you were like, "I'm I'm eating more than I I didn't even know I was gonna eat." Yes, and I was like, "Yeah, it's really good." Yes, but people are like, "You gotta go way, yeah. way out." And I'm sure that you, <laughs> if you go way out there, I'm sure it is wonderful. I mean, they right. got barbecue in Austin where you, they're they're only open for a few hours a day. You have to make a reservation Franklin. months in advance. Yeah, and yeah. shit yeah. like that. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there is an overdoing I'm sure it's it. great, but, an you know, but also, it. like, I've never had 
any barbecue yeah. anywhere that was like, oh, this is the one. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's barbecue. Right. It's always delicious. Right. Yeah, because we went to like, what? Cooper's, like, oh, Cooper's, 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 Cooper's yeah. and, so and honestly, <laughs> you had like turkey, and I was like, this is the best turkey I've ever had. I'm always like, I don't <laughs> so even want to get like good. the pork yeah. or the thing that like you got to have this. I would be like, honestly, just give me some of that bread and that turkey and the, and the sauce. I'll oh, be good for a, a little long bit of time. cobbler. Yeah. I like how this uh, gentleman, um, Matt Forty Six, when he does uh, when he does break down <laughs> and admit that there's a couple of foods he likes. One of them from a guy who doesn't like anything. He's insisting on authentic street tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love a good pizza. I love good pizza. Not bad. Yeah. I love yeah. Good That's pizza. a debate. I do love a good pizza every, and some authentic Mexican street tacos. Confession, guys. I didn't. Pizza. I did not eat Chinese food until I got to college. And I, I just said I didn't like it. I never had yeah. it. Same with most Mexican food. I remember being a little kid, and uh, we'd go to Chi-Chi's. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'd go to Chi-Chi's, and I would get the burger. And yeah. my mom was like, try this. I know. But now but I'll, when you eat, raised I'll eat anything. I was, I'm the same. But I, the, the only reason I think I You think I our think palace from where we were raised was very... I, I think so, because yeah. the, the way I was raised, it wasn't like this adventurous uh, eating. I mean, we would get Taco Bell, and we'd be like, we had Mexican tonight. You know, like we would oh, think yeah. it. Oh, but, we would have taco salad. It's just crunched up yeah. Doritos and iceberg lettuce yeah. with cheese. Or like... It really wasn't until I moved seven to layer D.C. Dip. That's about it. Seven-layer salad. Like, more, you know, of a culture. There's other cultures there. Yeah. There's a place where well, you can go and have Ethiopian food and actually yeah. have it. You can actually have... Authentic Mexican. I didn't have Indian food. food until like three years ago. I'm I'm in that same boat. I didn't really I start it. experimenting even more so till not even that long ago. And it's because like there, you are like in some ways traumatized. Sounds like aggressive, but there's a little bit of trauma of being like, well, no, don't try sushi. Yeah, and then you're like, as a kid, you go, oh, well, then I won't. And then someone has to go, you will like it, and you're like, but I. But it's always been in my brain. Yeah, that my I friends won't would like always it. go, and every once in a while, I'll get sick and be like, "Oh, I had bad sushi," and I'm go. I would be like, "Why take that risk? Why eat anything that might be bad enough <laughs> right. to make you sick right. to your right. stomach?" Right. But then once I dove in and tried it, now You're I love like, oh, it. You know, yeah. Yeah. of course yeah. I'm super. And into then you it. get you go. It's worth it's worth that one bad time. Well, I've never had then. a bad time. <laughs> I I, I've right. lucked out because it's know. also gotten better in right. time. Yes. Like one major shift in society that I'm eternally grateful for that happened when I was a kid was when Burger King suddenly just went. You know how we're going to blow out all these other. We're going to blow out McDonald's and everybody else. Have it your way. Yeah. McDonald's was so rigid and so, like, had to put their this sauce and their is. pickle on every burger that it would drive my dad crazy that I liked playing cheeseburgers as a kid and refused to eat ones that had stuff on them. Yeah. yeah. Because asking for stuff plain used to be such an ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then Burger King came along and blew it wide open with, have, have it, it your, your way. way. Yeah. Why Why are we arguing with you about how what the... Food's gonna be like right. We, if we don't have to put a pickle on it, we that's save money the we pickle. save. Yes, we save that pickle and and and, and get that money yeah. for that pickle. Fa favorite thing at Burger King if you went right now. So I'm easy. all about fast food breakfast. So in the case of Burger do they do King, the I'd probably get a croissant. Which aren't they yeah. so? We've said that. Those that, are I think so, that's they're so that's soft. That's the best croissant which you have. If you got, I went to a deli and they had a fresh croissant and they put all the stuff on it. Yeah. It's not as no, good as a croissant. No, the something about the croissant. Burger King, they inject it with some they, evil nonsense that makes it absolutely perfect. French toast sticks? You doing French toast sticks? I'll do never, those. I've never I'll had do those them, but those life. will come out bad. Those will come out like they, uh, they don't usually weird. Yeah. They'll right. come when out they first like started, too chewy or something. When that first started, what about McGriddle at McDonald's? Oh, McGriddle is like you know, I had like you know, ten minutes of never it. My stand up, I loved it so much. Yeah. like it was, I could not stop talking about it. Uh, hash brown at McDonald's. 
uh, good, but I really like the potato cakes at Arby's. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, which they just go. eliminated. They took off the menu to make room for yet a fourth or fifth kind of curly fry. <laughs> that is legitimate. Bigger legit reason. Doug, they, they got rid of potato cakes on stage. I swear, God, this is so funny. Oh, I have talked about it. I also, I also talk well, a lot about how the... I don't like horsey sauce. Did you Ooh, finally have the Fibonacci curly fries? <laughs> What's your Burger King order? Uh, I was going to say original chicken That's sandwich. It, baby. I on. mean, I l get in there. I made a mistake on set of physical saying I thought Burger King fries were better than McDonald's fries. I was an outcast for the rest of the season. Oh, really? And I was like, look, I'm not saying I don't like McDonald's fries. I just, I really like the Burger King fries with the chicken sandwich. You give me the whole I, option. I'll probably go, I'll probably go Shake Shack fries. I'd probably go Quarter Pounder at McDonald's. Oh, yeah. He hadn't had a Big Mac his whole life until two years ago, two and a half years ago, three years ago. I never, I still haven't had a Whopper. I still has never had a Whopper. Hmm. Well, I don't think you're missing much there. Good. To well, be honest, we just, we, but you should do it. Just yeah, to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not anti. I just, I've never, I've never, well, I'm here. You've I've had made Bojangles. A Have you had Bojangles on the run? Cajun no. filet chicken biscuit? Bojangles. No. When, when you're in the Dog, southeast, you got it. he next. got me doing it. Cajun Can I turn you biscuit. on to a fast food place you might not have tried? Uh, always. Yeah. Have you Nobody guys loves it more than uh, Mark. Is that his name? Have you been, Matt either of you been to Jollibee? I haven't yet, but I. Oh I've, my I, God! I know that's what I heard. Get spaghetti it's and so chicken, good. baby. You get spaghetti and chicken, and they also have a few other like, yeah. weird items that don't. Nothing there belongs with each other. Sense, it works. Sense. And then they have a pineapple drink. Pineapple. Yeah. They don't call it pineapple juice. I don't think. Yeah. But it's a pineapple drink. That is the best pineapple drink I've ever had. Dole Whip? And I kept Better going than back. Disney. Once I went there, I kept going back, yeah. mostly for the pineapple because it's not too sweet. It's not. Sour, it's not acidic. Yeah. It like you could chug it. Ooh. And it's pineapple. It's it better than like a dole. What do you get at, when you go? Disney. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's just perfect. If I go to Jollibee today for the first time, what am I getting? You get a couple of pieces of chicken, you know, yeah. like a thigh and a leg, and yeah. then a pile of uh, spaghetti. So it's like one of those places that like we have a lot. It's like a Greek diner menu. No, it's, it's like, like if a, a child fast. got Filipino, to say, right? this is what I want for lunch. <laughs> Mother, I want spaghetti and chicken. She's like, you're going to have to pick. I'm not making chicken and yes, spaghetti. Yes, you make both. Listen, those are two different dishes. My name's Timothy Jolly. It's a Filipino company, and yeah. I always say it's like what they think Americans want their fast food restaurant to and be. And Doug just proved that it is what no, we want. Yeah, people love it. It's so good because like you could just... Two people could walk in there with a totally different. It's not like Taco Bell where sure, you're getting yeah, tacos yeah. and yeah. taco and related yeah. items. Yeah. Can you I know, throw like, it's out the there? same thing in every item. It's just got a different right, name. Right. I've always wondered this: <laughs> like, if you have a really great Mexican restaurant, why not do a thing where you go, "Hey, you know how Taco Bell's stuff isn't even actual like right. the Crunchito yeah, wrap? Right, like, right. that's not a thing." Right? Be like, "Yeah, we make Taco Bell food, but if we do it with fresh real. ingredients." Wouldn't you go? Oh my God! Great! I'll yeah. get all the stuff I, I get at Taco Bell, but now it's like real tomatoes. It's real meat. It's real yeah. sauce. It's real. You would go. I will eat here all the time. I'll get my Taco Bell high from here. I would do that. Every fancy restaurant tour or chef I've ever I've ever met loves crappy fast food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so they, the opposite. They love really? it. They know which ones, which things they like. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mooser's that way. He, I've heard he that loves a lot. Taco oh, Bell that. and stuff I've heard like it a that. lot. Yeah. I think it's because it's such the the other end of the spectrum that you just end up. Yeah, it. and it's also it's, it's still, like comics being like, I love really dramatic movies. It's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like it's like candy, you know. Like candy is always good. It's not, you know, you might not always want candy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. candy always delivers. Yeah. You're never like, oh shit, this Matt. Uh, 
Matt 46. Silver uh, Spring. We yeah. hope that we've inspired you at all to try more dining with other people or some fine dining by yourself. Either way, uh, at some point, we're going to we're gonna figure out how to rope you. We'll do a live pen pal somewhere, and we will make you have to eat with us during the show. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for this letter. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scoville. Daniel Van Kirk. And... Doug Benson. Hey there, everybody. Roy Scoville here. And Daniel Van Kirk. We just want to let you guys know that if you enjoy Pen Pals, uh, our podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, then you might enjoy bonus episodes in our Patreon that come out every single Monday. That's four episodes a month. It's only $5, and they are all follow-up letters. So we hear back from our Pen Pals about whatever they're going through or sandwiches that they love or whether or not they like their new haircut. We hear from them. We read their letter, and then you hear them as well. Yep, that's that it, at, right? Uh, that's it. And okay. it's at Patreon dot com slash pen pals and we are back folks <laughs> here it is hey you know what we haven't said in a while and what? i'm sure people could figure it out yeah but uh this was handed to you we'll dig into that in a second that's right the other way so come to a show and give us come a to letter. a show and hand me a tiny letter or or email us the pen pals pod at gmail.com or snail mail us yep. care of the pen pals podcast 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number 121, Los Angeles, California, 90027. I love a good snail mails. Yeah. You want to look at it? I'm just going to do a little bit with it. This is a tiny awards show. <laughs> yeah. and, the winner, and the winner is Peter Dinklage. And the winner is Stuart Little. <laughs> that tracked. That tracked and a mouse And a mouse just comes up. Uh, Roar, plug. Yes. Tell uh, people where to find you. I am at. Uh, I'm on the internet, guys. <laughs> do you think? Uh, do you physical? think when this drops, physical Wait, season what, two what is, is on this? Apple TV Plus? Do you July? know what today oh, yeah. is? Is this technically our four year anniversary? Not our four year anniversary. That's next week, technically. <laughs> I'm, I'm that far as I eight year anniversary. <laughs> well. <laughs> Twenty like, years, Rory. Yeah, Rory we're doing twenty well, it years. Feels like four. This, oh, it feels like four. This is our two hundredth episode. Is that right? Yes. Oh no way. Yes. No way. Yes. No way. This. I refuse to accept. It. Is no our, fucking way. I'm gonna dude. go home and watch Bicentennial Man. Yeah. In honor. <laughs> you do think four about times. what movie I'm gonna watch next. Yeah. <laughs> this is our two hundredth episode. That's insane. Doug, you're here for that. Look, I got a tiny envelope in my pocket. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> little pen paller. Um, uh, Apple TV Plus, Physical Season 2. Check it out. Watch it. We're a, we're a month in now, so that's probably four episodes. And then uh, uh, I've got some dates in Vermont, in Burlington, and then in Madison, Wisconsin so far. I'm going to be in a festival in Tulsa at the end of August, so check that out Wow. also. Wow. So, yeah. Back on the road. Yeah, getting back out there, really getting back in it. Uh, Tulsa would be nice and uh, breezy and cool that uh, time of year. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. humid. Yeah. That nice oh humid. Uh, go to com if you want to come see me in August. All those dates should be announced by the time this drops. Um, if you come out to a show, bring a letter, bring a little postcard, or bring a uh, Dumb People Town headline if you're a fan of that show, because I kick off the show by letting people read a couple of those and then we goof around together and then the show kicks off i come back out later into an hour everything's at danielvankirk.com doug where can people get to hang out with you douglovesmovies.com yeah that was douglovesmovies.com yeah yeah what's the next part 
Can I see if I can do it? I never do it. I just sit and listen to the audience do it. Let me see if I. How does it go? I'm not good at it. Kaka! Is that how the guy sounds? Okay, I've never. I'm not familiar. And then uh, Kaka Wallet is in there. Ted dancing. Wait, wait. Did you ever? Did somebody ever guess? Doug was doing a thing. He has a name of an actress in his wallet. If you guess that person for Last Man Stand, one of his most fun games he plays, uh, you win the money. You win money. It was like a pot. His money, I put 20 bucks in every time, and it got up to like uh, several hundred dollars. Who won it? Because it also, the pandemic came in the middle of it. So like there was a long period where I just had this name written down in my wallet. And uh, finally in Sacramento. In Gaio? Uh, well, it's an audience member. Oh, oh, that's right. Sorry, yeah. That, that says it and wins. A lady in the audience, like, she figured out the puzzle because uh, it was the name was a- Amy Adams, and the reason I picked Amy Adams is I felt like no one will say it because of the time an audience member yelled out Amy Adams during a game, and that was the correct answer, and it ruined my game, so I got uh, mad at the person in the audience, and that happened in Sacramento <gasps> at the punchline. What a redemption. So it finally... And I, it was that, that woman. That day, I just kept saying, if somebody doesn't get it today, I I, I, I just don't know what to do anymore, because people just kept guessing the same... It's like they wouldn't even Lauren listen to the Holly, show. Lauren they keep saying the same people yeah. over and over again, and not going back to uh, Amy Adams, because they just kind of Which instinctually also, knew that was something they shouldn't if say. If you just to me. started alphabetically popular, you would have got. <laughs> she should have been yeah. off the bat. It was crazy. I mean, when she said it, it was bedlam. The, the place went insane when I, because I, you know, I knocked the microphone over and started running around the room. Oh, and, that's so great. And of course. It was, yeah, and then I counted out the money into her hand, like uh, you know, uh, like <laughs> Chuck Woolery used to do yeah, on, yeah, Scrab- yeah, on Scrabble. He'd count out the money. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and yeah, so she got like I think it was up to like four hundred bucks or something. That's yeah. some Incredible. crazy thing. Um, and it only cost me twenty bucks per show I do. Right. So it didn't. It, it, it felt didn't weird felt. that it was growing to such a big amount that I had to give away. But it was. It gets you know, higher than the lottery. 20, <laughs> it was. I guess it's it, up to like four point five million right now. With Doug's yeah, thing. and people. Well, that's the thing. Also, is there was this intenseness in the room where people want to guess and they want to be right because they want that money. Yeah. So like every time they guess, would you and do be that wrong, again ever? I don't think so. It was so so much fun. I don't think so. It just really. So much anxiety. Yeah, it was just like, I just kept thinking, when is somebody going to say this stupid (laughs) You you end up like Walter White. You're like, what am I going to do with this money? Because I also don't hate Amy Adams as a result of all of it. It was just funny to me how it just went on and on, people not saying the right name. So, douglasmovies.com. Is there any uh, shows? Oh, I was going to say. Uh, if we're talking August, sure, or July, this uh, I'm going to be at the uh, legendary rock club in Seattle called the Crocodile. Yeah, has Love like a comedy crocodile. room yep. now yep. called mm-hmm. Here After or something like that, which sounds like we're all dead doing a show. <laughs> but uh, whatever it's called, it's at the Crocodile, and uh, I'll be there for a couple of days, uh, August 20 and 21, Love it. doing both a stand-up and a, uh, nice. a Doug, Doug Loves Movies. Movie. And hopefully, which we'll, I hope will get hope to get uh, Ken Jennings to be on because yeah. he lives in Seattle. So, yeah, I did it with so him every time I roll through Seattle, I call him up and go, "You want to come be on my dumb?" Uh... I was there when he won the uh, goat championship. Yeah, like I was in the audience. Really, me, me and Alicia were in the audience. Yeah, because I because I he doesn't have friends in L.A. Really, you know, he kind of yeah. does. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. he's got some show business friends now, but he uh, didn't have any friends in L.A. So like, just being on his list of people. 
sitting in the audience yeah, rooting him on was champions. easy to do. He's like, hey, no problem, come on down. And we just, you know, we watched enough shows to watch the point where he, you know, ended up winning the million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we both ran up on stage with all of his relatives and everybody got to run around on stage. <laughs> yeah. And then and then they really left us alone for a minute. So I went, you know, I went behind the podium and wrote down fart and took a picture of me standing there like I had written my, my name was fart. And, um, but Ken Jennings... I've never, I, I can't. I love that's what imagine, you did with your time. Yeah. You can't imagine a more, I mean, we've got, you know, of course. Alex was still there. So we got, yeah. we stood at Alex's podium, yeah, pretending to be yeah, Alex. Yeah. Like we got pictures of the whole place, you know? And, uh, uh, but, but Ken Jennings acted like nothing had just happened. Like really? He could not have been more chill yeah, yeah, yeah. about having just won yet another million dollars. <laughs> right. yeah, like yeah. He was already a millionaire. Right, right, yeah. But then he wins another million. He's crowned the greatest of all time at this game. Yeah. And he was just like yep. more relaxed than any of us are right now. We're all right. way more amped yeah. up doing pen pals <laughs> yeah. Yeah, than yeah. he was winning that. Oh, well, I love it. We're not going to have him on then because he's going to never. It up we'll never gonna... have him I mean, on. I'll reach out for you if you want that would be do you so know michael fun. keaton personally by any chance i don't i've never We're trying to get michael i've keaton never on the met show. him but i hear he likes gum wouldn't you love here's the idea rory <laughs> yeah. i hear you could get him with a good here's slice the, of gum here's the idea <laughs> he always looks like he's chewing gum yeah. even when he's not i know and it looks cool yeah, and it, it does look very cool does. it's but like watching <laughs> burt reynolds i know as he pulled off the constantly chewing his yeah. cud i can't uh, let look. this go rory <laughs> doug has a very great long-running movie podcast and you just said if you have access to get him on a show can it be ours yeah not his own yeah good yeah thanks doug if you can make that happen i don't if think doug, Mike, i think if doug was like i actually know michael keaton he's already been on his show <laughs> that's true you're yeah right, you're right, I right. Hope so. all right you want to do a letter let's, let's do, do the letter. letter this one's a quick easy breezy okay ready oh, okay lords Oh, oh, we're lords, by the way. Somebody bought us land in Scotland. He knows. He reads our blog. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, you've probably heard over here. He episode. reads penpalsblogspot.com. Hey, yeah. Okay, lords, you have to live in another country for a year and then perform stand-up in that country, their language, their language, their language. Where are you going? Your pal, Chelsea. Here's the rules on the back. One, it cannot be an English-speaking country where uh... English is the first language. Your families can come with you. P.S. I'm going to Argentina or Mexico and getting into telenovela or Spain. P.P.S. This is very tiny. Actually, gold-plated stationery from Florence, Italy. Yeah. It's technically not stationery, but... Oh, no, there's a name on it, so I guess it is. But that is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's truly beautiful. You consider that stationery? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> it just gets better and better. Yeah, yeah there you enough. go. Okay. That was given Doug. to me at Largo last Friday. That's right. It was handed to you. That's right. Love that. We love it. Um, okay. This, is a, this isn't an easy one. 200th episode. It's not going to get easy. Because your instincts are like, here, here's, my, here's my first. Shout out to Emily Cox, by the way, who messaged me and said, hey, just so you know, it's your 200th episode. Here's my, here's my instinct is France. Okay. And learning how to do it in French. Oh. Because I think I kind of wish I could speak French because it's such a beautiful language. Tu es un provenant avec moi? No, 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 French. And so I want to learn it, and I think that would be fun. And also, you're there for a year, so it's like, I think I would love to be in, like, Paris for a year. Sounds so fun. You've been to Paris. I've been there for you one have, week. You have been to Paris? Never been. Neither have I. It's very fun. I was close enough to go and didn't. That's how into it I am. You're so anti-Paris. <laughs> I'm not anti-Paris as much as I'm just like, 
I I pretty I pretty much know what the Eiffel Tower looks like. Like I feel like if I was there, no. Vegas, if I was there Vegas, in person, yeah, exactly. If I was there in person with the Eiffel Tower, I'd be like, this is neat that I'm here near the Eiffel Tower. But like, there's not. I don't know. Like, there's obviously there's things to see but and food. do in we Paris. We just talked about food. But I've been to Paris. But I just like. I would want to spend. Food. I just like spending my whole time in London. If You're I'm in Europe, if I'm guy. in Europe, I, never I just love London. London. I That's just love it. Crazy yeah. to me how much you love food and you don't want to go to Paris. I'm not saying I don't want to go to Paris. <laughs> I'm just saying that if I'm all the way over there, I like. And I just be, I like being, burning two tickets. Like I had a hotel, I had flights. First I like class. being I in London. I like being in to London. Paris. Burn them. Burn them now. <laughs> Both times I was in London, I was like, oh, the channel wouldn't be, you know, I could take it to Paris and, you know, pop London, in, London's see Paris, fun. but I just stay in London. London's fun. I just and, love In it terms so of much. being like, well, I've seen, like, you know, you get what the Eiffel Tower looks like. I mean, that's like someone being like, I kind of know what the Empire State Building looks like. I don't need to go to New York. And you're like, well, that's not even the thing. It's more the, like, being you're in New York. City. It's yeah. New York City that's so fun. And you so love fun. New York. Yeah. You yeah. would love Paris. I know oh, that. I know I, I would. Know I know that. I would very much enjoy <laughs> Paris, but I wouldn't, I, I know I wouldn't like it as much as London because London, uh, has you know English speaking things I that I can do. Yeah, that's and true. I I like you know London is. I fun. like the I like when I'm traveling. I really like theater and music and yeah. stuff. That uh, music is good though. You could go see some music shows in France, and you would need some, to like, know French the language necessarily. A nice little club at yeah. night. I think I would choose the Netherlands. Yeah, great. I, I great. I, 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 it's, you know, Van Kirk. Yeah. So I do have this weird feeling of like wanting to go where my people came from. Yeah. And I, without ever having stepped foot in that culture or that country at all, I just feel like I'd really like it. Amsterdam is one of my favorite cities and it's not because of anything drug related at all. It's sure. actually right. it's because it's a great it's, city on top of the drugs. And exactly. The, yeah. It is like. If you eliminate the drug thing, you're like, oh my God, the way this city is laid out, out it's such a, I think it might be, well, I haven't been, I've hardly been anywhere, but so far in my life, it is the greatest walking city I've ever been in where I'm like, really? oh, this is like you're in a cartoon and you're just walking these canals. And because more people bike than ride cars, the sound, the ambient sound is lower. You hear more of like the environment. It's I exciting. Just it's you're great. always one step away from getting run over by somebody on a bike. <laughs> on a bike. You're because very, they yeah, tear you get, around yeah. like crazy. They go so fast. Yeah, like, I will tell you what's very strange. Portland. 8 a.m. when people are on their way to work. You see, it looks like people in a business it's a casual race. bike like a herd. race. It's a race. It's like, a, it's like, a, like but the, everyone's in like their Lion work clothes. King. It's yeah. like the wildebeest. Yes, but they're in work clothes. They've got so their, it looks like you're watching a Monty Python sketch. Their pant legs are tied up. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it so looks like a sketch. Like, I, feel like, I feel like this is a bit that I'm watching someone film. So I want to ask this, though. Is there a foreign country you feel like, and maybe this is why you said France, where your comedy would translate? Because that's the thing, too, as part of it. You have to do stand-up there. Yeah. Well, so you would learn Dutch. Because uh, you, you can't do it in English, even well, though... You're saying, even though you go to Netherlands, thing. you go to Amsterdam, it's like... You can do it in English, like, You can totally do it in That's English. the problem. In what, in the Netherlands? Yeah, you go to well, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, I've performed there. You don't have to make any effort. Didn't worry for a second about not, even not really. speaking uh, the language. Not even slightly. Yeah. They, they got, they're like, we know what you're talking about, and we can understand you clearly. Because of Boom yeah. Chicago? The references might not fly... Yeah, yeah if you that's get very where, one of the places I performed was at Boom Chicago. Really? Where, yeah, where they do English speaking improv for and you performed Dutch in London. All the time. Obviously, I mean it's English speaking, but yeah, you performed yeah. in London. You performed in London. Yeah. London, Any other foreign countries Dublin, other than those two? You guys have London, performed? Uh, Dublin, and uh, I haven't performed in Australia. Uh, Would you want? Paris, you know, there's Amsterdam. a documentary. Segura's in it, and Chad Daniels is in it, and Pete Lee is in it as well. Where they go to Norway. Japan. 
Oh. Or China, and they do stand up. Yeah, it's like a documentary from like twenty four. Well, Segura does. You know, well, he like does the. the uh, well, he does bilingual. He can do Spanish. Yes, he, he'll shows. do Spanish shows. Yeah. Which that is just. Have you played Norway? To me, like Oslo or Bergen. No, no, no. Super fun. Oslo was very fun, and I was like shocked at how it was similar to Amsterdam in the sense that they're like, yeah, we speak English. <laughs> <laughs> like you could just do your act, and you're like, "Yeah, we get yeah. it." I feel like Germany would be that way too. Yeah, yeah. I but you even could in, just do your in Montreal, I've had comics be like, "I just don't, I, I my comedy doesn't work here," and I'm like, "Well, so you're in Canada? Yes, get the fuck out of here." You've never heard a comic say <laughs> that about insane. Montreal to you. You've sure, never heard, but yes. I'm saying oh, to yeah. them, get the fuck out of here. Yes, same. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it helps to be part of an of a international festival. Right. Whenever I'm there. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. then there's lots of people in the audience that are, you know, speaking English. Sure. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my guests, like if I do Doug Lowe's movies there, I feel like it goes over just as well as anywhere else. Sure. But it does, when you're walking around, oh, it feels in... so French. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, even when you go into Tim Hortons, you're like having to figure out like yeah. what the words mean like, and stuff, right. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Bonjour, like put it away. <laughs> Roar. Let's put it away. Roar! It's so like, well, we want to be friends. Like, you know what? No one out there. The thing is, when you talk to other Canadians and you go, "Yeah, but you know, is there a pride in the the maintaining the French?" And even they're like, "Who gives a shit?" You're like, well, you're Canadian. You're allowed to talk about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. American, so if I show up, they're like, oh, "That's because you're from America." It's like other Canadians are like, "Come on, yeah. get out of here." Um, what about Greece? Have you guys been to Greece? No, I would love that. I wonder too. I wonder if I would love it there. I mean, I'm a huge fan of John Travolta. You know Des Bishop. You know Des Bishop. You guys know Des Bishop. Yeah. Well, went to China. I went to China I don't, I've never and met learned him, Mandarin and like did a special in Mandarin. He also in Ireland uh, learned Gaelic and shot a special in Gaelic, which wow. all that blows my mind. That not only do you learn another language, but you wrote an hour long act in that language that is funny. Yeah. I've seen That's Des Bishop at uh, the the cellar. In uh, in New York City, and go on stage, and he's doing his act, and then just starts speaking Mandarin, and you obviously the majority of the crowd like quiet quiets down, but then any anyone there who speaks Mandarin, they're not even laughing what he's saying because you can look at their faces and they're like, they can't believe they're seeing a white man <laughs> speaking Mandarin, and yeah, like yeah. and then like telling jokes and what he's saying. He told me he goes, what I'm saying is, hey, we can laugh that no one knows what I'm saying right now except us in this room, and I can openly say it. And you see them all go from shock to being like, like really laughing and being like, I love this. This is crazy that yeah. he's speaking our language and doing his act, and it's all because he did like a, I think he made a documentary about it too, like learning another language. Wow, <laughs> what about Eddie Izzard? Oh my God! Yeah, he's, he's done seven different languages. I think. No yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah he started with like French, genius. right? I think he did French. I think French first. was his gateway. Yeah. yeah, but I think he's done a bunch of different ones. But is it just learning how to do your hour in that language, or learning? Yeah. The language? I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's I a combination. Know. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. you know, you could do observations about being in that place. I think once like you we learn the language, you then are like, oh, I can, I can get the sentence structure to make this funny. Yeah, oh. I guess they're not learning the language enough just to say their own jokes. They have right. to really be conversational in it. Right. My, my yeah, last yeah. little thing, and I'm going to wrap this. Is it the P? The PS. I just want your guys' opinion. It says PS. I'm going to Argentina or Mexico and getting into a telenovela. Does that mean they're in the show? And that's why they're asking us about working somewhere else? Because oh, they're know. working in a telenovela? It, that's or do a you think they just are... That's they're gonna get. They're, they're gonna get into, into it. One. They're gonna try to watch one, I guess. Okay, yeah. That's the other way to take it. That's a soap opera? Because wouldn't they know yeah. where they were going if they were 
already had plans to be in a telenovela. Maybe they wouldn't narrow it down to maybe two locations places like hasn't that. Emailed them. Yet. Oh yeah, maybe the locations manager needs to reach <laughs> out. I don't know. Tell them. Tell them what language uh, to learn. I love this. Thanks so much for sending it in, um, Chelsea. Yeah. I love this challenge that I will never accept in any manner. Me either. I, learning another language is not <laughs> outside good. of this podcast. It's not going to happen for me. I, German, you, French, Doug, uh, you act. Spanish. You, you I actor. tried them all in high school and college. I know. And Same. I could not. Just could not I'm get wor- it. I'm worse. I tried specifically Spanish that whole time, and I never really? kept trying it with I'd different have to be instructors and stuff. Into the hey, and, and then survive go, or don't, I and then quick. I would learn it. I, go, I, I think quick. I would too. I think I would. Doug, too. you're you you are an accomplished actor, so you never know. You could book a show that makes you live in a foreign a country telenovela. For a year. You might get booked on a telenovela. No, oh, if I I'd lived in a foreign country for a year, I would just get by on as few words as possible. Hola, adios. Uh, Chelsea, he doesn't thanks. say a lot. Thanks, just right? Hello, Even then, I say hello and goodbye, like when I'm in Mexico, because I'm just like they think I'm pandering they if I do. say adios. That's, I have that same apprehension. <laughs> that they the go shut up. I just like, say okay. what I say. Yeah. I just say what I normally say. See you later. Ciao, <laughs> ciao. They're like, that's not shut at up. all what we do. Do you? But in Hawaii, do you get into aloha? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Aloha, aloha. Aloha. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish there was a variation, but whatever. No, it's yeah, convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I just turn around and leave when someone says aloha. You're like, well, I, didn't like, know. Did, I thought you were saying goodbye. Get the fuck out of here. Saying goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. I just walked oh. in, but that's what Are I Are you guys open? Is. Aloha. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm this so guy sorry. doesn't even want to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, thanks so much for this. We wish you well. 200 episodes, 200 times of us around ish yeah. saying this. Uh, How funny if we're off and this is only 199. <laughs> you know what? How fitting. My first time on Douglas Movies, Douglas Movies. It was the three of us and someone else who I forget. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, 200 episodes, we uh, re-reacted another little bit. Of, oh, wow. Yeah. That just timed out. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. As always, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Van Scovel, and Doug Benson. Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week, and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals. But the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 